Hey, it's Ian Furness for my good friend, Dr. J. Rudd at Aurora LASIK and AuroraLASIK.com. No more readers. How about that? For about 15 years, I've used reading glasses, but no more. I had refractive lens exchange. I can tell you for a fact it's a life-changing and also something I wish I would have done years ago. You need to check it out as well. Go to AuroraLASIK.com. That's AuroraLASIK.com. Dr. J. Rudd. He is absolutely sensational. Get your consultation scheduled. That's AuroraLASIK.com for your refractive lens exchange. From the Carter Volkswagen Studios, this is Ian and Puck on your home for Super Bowl 51. Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. From the Carter Volkswagen Studios, Ian and Puck with you. We'll check in with... Seahawks free agent to be tight end Luke Wilson in just a couple of seconds. Refresh my memory here. Luke Wilson, inactive for the New England game. Got hurt in that Arizona, the first Arizona game and then our first uh, Atlanta game, I should say. And then didn't play against New England in the postseason. I think had a couple catches against Do you know what inspires his touchdown celebration? I don't. That's another one. That's another question I'm going to ask him. Two L's. Why two L's? And two. What, what's the inspiration of the the the, the uh, t- I think I know what it is, but we'll find out. The uh, the touchdown celebration. Okay, we'll uh, we'll check in with him. Hard hitting questions. I, well, got to hit him hard. And what makes, might be our last time to talk to what him? Makes Canada great. <laughs> Spelling. Why they spell things better than we do down here? That'd be at the top of the list too. Uh, we'll check in with Luke with two L's here in a second. Uh, about an hour from now, we'll touch, we were going to touch on the Mariners yesterday. Never got to it. We'll do that. They had a nice weekend. Uh, maybe a. Uh, and I'm I not never, talk- I never told my Ralph story. Yeah, we'll do that tomorrow or at two o'clock. We but they had a nice little possible momentum building weekend last weekend with the uh, the Fan Fest. Kind of a good feel good weekend. Yeah. They had more people than they've had there the last couple of years, which maybe an opportunity to really kind of capture the uh, the area's attention. But uh, he's on hold right now, and look at that. He's starting his new career. What's up, NFL Canada? Luke Wilson here, uh, just chilling out here, opening night, Houston, Texas. Been a little nostalgic for me, you know, spent four and a half years at Rice University, which is just down the road. Uh, kind of wish we were playing in this one, but it's what it is. And uh, looking forward to having some fun and asking some questions of a couple of players tonight. Uh, tight end turned journalist, broadcast journalist, mm. Luke Wilson on the Zeke's Pizza Hotline. Listen, some of us have you know kids in college and mortgages to pay. We don't need people like you taking our jobs, Wilson, all right? Uh, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I'm taking anyone's job. I don't know if I put in a great performance yesterday. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. Who are you pattering your, your, your journalistic uh, you know, makeup after? Who, who's kind of your inspiration? I would say myself for that one. Oh. <laughs> all right. No, I, I don't have – I'm not a uh, – I wouldn't – say I'm a journalist by any means. I just kind of was going down there again. It was fun doing some stuff for a uh, Canadian, you know, TSN. I'm not sure a lot of people in Washington have seen some TSN stuff, but uh, it's been fun so far. Again, the media day or whatever they call it now, opening night was a bit uh, a bit over my head, but it uh, today got to, you know, put the suit on, got dressed up, did a little uh, panel action, so it was, a little, it was a lot more fun today. Makeup? No makeup. No makeup. Stop it. <laughs> Come on. Really? No makeup. I'm telling you, I'll be honest with you. No makeup. <laughs> well who who did you who did you interview yesterday? Um I actually talked to Martellus Bennett for a little bit, so nice. that was kinda neat. Um Chris Long, you know, asked him a couple questions. Uh I felt bad, but I I asked the GM of Atlanta there 
and he was in a he was in a big scrum and I was not not many people know this but he played football at the University of Guelph Ontario Dimitrov did so yes what was what was the university again Guelph oh okay G-U-E-L-P-H I think I spelled that right Uh, but it's probably three hours from my hometown so I asked him, you know, you guys know me, I'm a bit of a jokester. I asked him what his fondest memory of Guelph, Ontario is. But I don't think he realized that I was, you know, a player and not trying to, like, get over on him. So he gave me a very politically correct answer about the Canadian lifestyle, education system. And I was looking for a little bit more of the jokes, but maybe next time I'll ask him that. Well, I'd say this, if it, so he didn't recognize you. Uh, Luke Wilson with us, that – that may not be the call your agent makes with free agency at that point if uh, if, if he didn't even know who you were. You know what? I, I uh, Again, I was kind of out of my helmet. I was shooting and booted. Uh, you know, didn't have a helmet on, so who knows? <laughs> what? Uh, so you were, you've done two of those on the other side, the two media days on the other side. Now do you appreciate what a challenge it is on the other side of the microphone? Yeah, you know, I did get a different uh, viewpoint, especially of that media day. But, you know, the thing about it was, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way, uh, you know, my four years of Seattle, all the media that's been our locker room, uh, you guys are extremely professional. And, like, last night is not a professional environment. Like, there's people <laughs> dressed up in costumes. Uh, so even as like a as, like, a player, but as a guy who was doing interviews yesterday, I was uncomfortable just because – you know, I remember as a player, I kind of thought it was one big joke. When you're, I was, like, actually trying to, like, talk to some players, it was weird because, I mean, there were people from all over the place. And not everybody was unprofessional, but the whole atmosphere is just, like, not no structure to it, kind of a free-for-all. When, you know, I'm, I'm more used to the, the interviews with you guys that are like, hey, this is what we're doing, this is the time, and, you know, that's kind of how we operate. My, my advice for you, Wilson, is, is just find uh, – you've probably seen the Univision girls, right? Oh, of course. Follow them. <laughs> Wherever they go, you go. That, that's what I did. Wherever the universe girls went, that's where I went. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Maybe they could give you some pointers. Uh, that's good. Uh, Luke, yeah. Luke Wilson with us here on the Zeke's Pizza Hotline. Ian and Puck this afternoon. is uh, It's Super Bowl week. Luke's doing some work for TSN up there. And uh, before we get to matchups, and, 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 and Puck's got some important. Oh, you want my hard-hitting questions? Yeah, yeah he's got some hard. Fire, right. fire those off, right, will you? Wilson, we got hard-hitting questions that you've never been asked before. I need to know, the why two L's? I don't know. I hmm. believe that's a Canadian. It's a Canadian thing but I'm not 100% sure. Do you get confused when you read in the newspaper like uh, your defense played well and you go, that's not how you spell defense. Where's the C? No, I because I grew up in Windsor on a border town, um, it was <laughs> like we kind of learned both. Like I knew Fahrenheit and Celsius. I did the whole, you know, color spell with a U, color spell with an OR. We prefer and, that way. And, we would we would like that way. Yeah, we kind of want to trade out yeah. and see if we can spell, add a U here or there, yeah, add the like C the instead U. of the S. We like the spelling yeah. up there. You do? Yeah. 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 Gives a little bit more flavor, I, I think, to the language. You think so? Yeah. Is it too French? You know, I kind of like the whole, the less letters, the better. That's the rice guy in you, you know? That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then the 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 the, uh, the second hard hitting hot take question is the uh, I think I know the answer, but I'm not sure. I think it has something to do with wrestling. 
the uh, the celebrate the touchdown celebration that's inspired by from what? Wayne Rooney, the soccer player. Oh, I was way off. Wayne Rooney. So he does. Yeah. Have- so oh, okay. No, not really. Kind of long story short, in college, you know, we have these. We go to summer school. We work down in the morning, go to class, and kind of be done the day around one, two o'clock. And we'd have some like epic Xbox showdowns, and the game we always play each other in was FIFA, the soccer game. So we kind of got into, like, watching soccer highlights. I don't think we've ever watched full games. But uh, and Wayne Rooney, like, scored this majestical goal, if you will, <laughs> probably five, six years ago against Manchester City. It was, like, a bicycle kick from way far out in, like, the 88th minute. And he ran into the corner of the pitch and just did, like, kind of very gracefully extended his arms, almost kind of like, Jesus had touched him right on the forehead. <laughs> and we were all laughing about it. And we were like, you know what? I Like, if we score next year, that's what the celebration we're all going to do. And it started like that. But, like, when you're playing football, nothing's really graceful about football. You know, it's a physical game. So it kind of evolved into what it is now, if that makes sense. Mm. Uh, well, I get the, the original inspiration was Rooney. Rooney, I never would have guessed that. No, I, I thought it, I thought it had a a, a wrestling. Kind of had a Triple H look to it yeah, or something. Yeah, just had kind of it? a wrestling yeah. background. Yeah, but, but, hey, whatever. Yeah, I was more of a, I was more of a Brett the Hitman Hart kid growing up. You're so Canadian. I, been, of course. I wouldn't have done. Yeah, I wouldn't have shouted out Triple H on much. No, yeah, because that and there was a screw job and all that he was involved with. We get Hart it. Foundation's the greatest but, tag team ever. Yeah, I mean, there's no no, no doubt. I also was a big. Uh, British Bulldog guy. I know oh. he was in the family kind of later on. Yeah. I think if I rank my three in order, it's Heart Foundation, Rock and Roll Express, the British Bulldogs, and then a fourth quick one, maybe the Killer Bees. Because <laughs> I like the Killer Bees. What I found intriguing about the Killer Bees was when they would go underneath the ring and, exch- and, uh, and, and change up the masks. Well, they were wearing masks. How, you remember would, the, yes. you remember, how would you yeah. know what the hell who they were? They looked the same, and they were wearing masks. Who cares if you go underneath the ring and change masks? Oh, uh, it's good. Throw any how, what was your thought on the Legion of Doom? Oh, yeah, the, the Road Warriors. Road Warriors. Yeah, yes, I love the yes. Road Warriors. Yeah, Road Warriors was good. I was always a big. Uh, you know, I don't think they had a name, but Dusty Rhodes and Magnum TA when they teamed up, that was. A who good was it? Was it Paul Ellering? Was the manager right for the Road Warriors? Road Warriors. Yeah, it was Paul Ellering sure. and somebody else later. Yeah, Road Warriors yeah. scared me. They did. Hey, it's Ian Furness for Aurora LASIK and Dr. J. Rudd. For about 15 years, I have had to use reading glasses for everything, reading text, looking at my phone, script writing, whatever it was. I had to use reading glasses, but no more. I had refractive lens exchange at Aurora LASIK with Dr. J. Rudd. It's life-changing. I wish I would have done this years ago. You can check it out as well. Go to AuroraLASIK.com. That's AuroraLASIK.com. Dr. J. Rudd and his staff are sensational. No more readers. Get your consultation scheduled today. That's AuroraLASIK.com. I will be honest. Yeah. When they came out. Now, those, that was like, they were like the first bodybuilders. Like, they were the first, like, real big, like, like power lifting. Yeah. Like, Who like, knew Wilson with two L's was a wrestling I know. Fan? I know. I'm still thinking of, yeah, I, I'm still thinking it looks like uh, Triple H, but we won't throw you under the bus for your Canadian folks up there because, if, yeah, if you go against uh, Bret Hart, he, you know, that's, that's not going to be good. The obvious follow-up question with the, with the touchdown celebration, though, is do you plan on having that touchdown celebration in Seattle in the future? Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. <laughs> um, you know, right now it's pretty quiet. Uh, I think that's you know, pretty normal with all the senior bowls and 
from what I've been told is that things start to heat out during the combine, uh, which is, that's kind of from both, you know, talking with our GM, John, and, and my agent, I guess the combine is where, you know, deals start getting put together. Uh, I'd like to be back in Seattle. You know, I've said that it's like a home to me, but, uh, again, I mean, I'm going to explore all the opportunities and, you know, a lot of people have asked what I'm looking for and this, that, and the other. And I think for me, the, you know, this is kind of the first time I've come out in public and said this for me, it's a bit of a sliding scale in the sense of like, you know, it's not all about money. Uh, does money play a factor? Yes. But you know, a winning culture, you know, Seattle is a great city to play in. Um, now I'm going to be completely honest to say that part of me would like to be closer to home. So, I mean, that's always a nice thing too. So again, I, I think at the end of the day, I'm going to look to sit down with my family and, and take a look at, you know, the situation and, and kind of play out, Hey, you know, here are the offers, here are the cities, uh, here are the teams, you know, with the culture that I like as far as, you know, Seattle. And, I mean, I haven't, it's weird, but this year felt like a struggle and we won 10 games. Like I've never not won 10 games. So I don't want to go to a team, you know, if it's up to me where, you know, we're not competitive in every game and, and hoping to, you know, make that run. But uh, again, we'll see. It's an interesting time for me, but to be honest, I'm not worried or anxious at all. I'm kind of excited. Luca, is there a pull though, selfishly as, as an athlete to go somewhere where maybe you could be the guy you could be the tight end on that team. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Again, I kind of go back to the whole, like, sliding scale reference. Uh, I'd be lying to you if I said, I, you know, personally, uh, I believe that I can have some pretty big years statistically. But that's not all it's about. It's not all about money. It's not all about getting the ball. But that is, these are all factors. Uh, I mean, I believe in my ability to play in this league, and I think I've shown that throughout my four years. And I think that I can go to a team and and be an every down guy I mean I have been for Seattle and uh catch a ton of balls you know but that's not necessarily the Seattle offense but that being said I mean I've had some some years where I thought I had some really good success in the Seattle offense so again it's kind of a uh complex decision it's not just a one-factor uh decision and once I actually have some concrete things to think about I'll probably go from there Luke Wilson joining us. As you sit there at the Super Bowl, and we played that thing from, from, from uh, the NFL Canada there uh, in the intro, Luke, and, and as I listened to that, you know, you said, boy, you know, I, your first couple of years in the league, you were there. You know, you were doing this. I mean, it, it's and, and like you said, to this year felt like a struggle, and yet there was a 10-win season, and you won a playoff game and got to the divisional rounds and, and lost to maybe the team that's going to win it all. We'll get your thoughts on that in a second. But just what is it about Seattle – and uh, and the pull that this place has, you talk to other players around the league. I'm sure you've got friends and ex-teammates from Rice. You've got one down the road in San Francisco, for example. You're seeing these guys at the Super Bowl this week, Atlanta and New England. What is it about Seattle that does make it special? Where, like you said, there's a sliding scale, and that comes into play because of Seattle. What is it? What's the intangibles there? You know, I think there's, there's quite a few. Um First and foremost, I think the atmosphere in our locker room. It's just it's a great environment. It's very competitive. And it's a lot of fun. Like, you know, I truly enjoyed going to the stadium or to the facility there, the VMAC, and practicing. Like, I, you know, consider my tight end coach like an incredible, good, good and great friend of mine and a guy that I love to play for and love to battle for. 
you know, I think of a guy like Jimmy Graham and, you know, he's one of my closest friends as well. And same sort of ordeal. Like I love going out on Sundays and, and going out there and battling with Jimmy and, and seeing him do his thing. So for me, it's the guys around there, you know, I mean, the young kid, Nick, uh, another guy, you know, just fun to be around, you know, we get after we put work in and we take care of business, but that atmosphere, especially in that tight end room with me with our coach, Pat McPherson and Jimmy and Nick and Brandon Williams and our practice squad, uh, tight end, Marcus Lucas. I mean, just a tremendous guy and they're just great character guys. So one of those things where, again, I really enjoyed my time there in that sense, but then also I think the city, you know, the city of Seattle is a fun place to play. Um, it's, I mean, obviously you guys know the fans, but it's beyond just the game day experience. You know, the support you get from the city, the amount that everybody cares. And, you know, we're expected to win, and we want to win. Like, we want to win for the city. We want to win for the 12s, as cliche as that sounds. And it's just, a, a, again, a great atmosphere all around. So I think that's one of the big pulls of Seattle. There was Luke. There, there was a report uh, that came out a few weeks ago that in the season that there was a, a contract offer from the team to you. What, what happened with that? Was that something that you and and your people decided? Hey, listen, it's not. We're not going to address this during the year. Let's wait and uh, let's test the waters of free agency. Yeah, I, I read that report. It was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, there was an offer extended. Um, I don't know if it was extremely serious. Let's just. But we'll just leave it at that. I don't, yeah. So it wasn't a, uh, I didn't really respond to it. Um, again, I, I was kind of an offer. I, I saw that I was a bit surprised, to be completely honest with you, when I, when I read that report or I saw that online. I was surprised that that kind of was let out there to the uh, media or the public because mm. it was not extremely official, mm. at least in my mind. But, you know, who knows? All right, well, let's do this. Let's let's wrap it up with uh, with Luke Wilson from TSN.ca, TSN Canada up there. You're, uh, put your analyst hat on. You played against Atlanta this year a couple times. You missed the New England game, I think, with an injury, but you, unfortunately, we, you know them well. <laughs> you know that team well, the New yeah. England Patriots. So put your analyst hat on and give us a feel for how this game is going to go and what to look for. What's What's Luke Wilson looking for in this matchup? You know what? Uh, I like Atlanta. I like Atlanta. The wild card is Brady and Belichick to me. You know, you can never count those guys out. And, you know, football is football. And, and it's going to, but if both teams, you know, perform the way they do, I think the wild card is going to be turnovers. As long as, you know, there's no crucial turnovers on each side, I think Atlanta handles New England pretty well. Uh, I know there's a big question about Atlanta's defense. And, yeah, they might not have the big name guys there, but, they're stout enough and they play with enough intensity to make the stops they need. And I just don't see Atlanta's offense slowing down whatsoever. You see, you saw, so I, you I know, like Dan, Atlanta. you know, Dan Quinn, do you see a lot of Seattle and Dan Quinn's defense? Oh, a ton. It's almost identical to our scheme and system wise. Um, I don't think they have the players that we have defensively, but they play very hard and they're very good at what they do. Again, they've, there's been a couple uh, times where, you know, you, they thought maybe their defense let them down, but especially in the second half of the season, these guys have played tremendous, and they've done a great job. Great job today, buddy. Uh, good luck up there doing TV in Canada. I know uh, my, my friends at TSN up in Vancouver speak highly of you and uh, excited for your opportunity. I, I joked with you on, on the text today. 
Uh, I think if you really want to do this someday, you probably do a hell of a job. So uh, have fun this week. And Puck, I didn't make it, but Puck can tell you, isn't the, the media hospitality thing later in this week is a, is a must-go, right? Isn't that right, Puck? You went to the one in Phoenix. The, uh, was it the Budweiser I mean, party? If, what was it? If you like free drinks. I mean, I don't, I don't know what Wilson's into, but if, if you like free cocktails, they got free well, cocktails hey, there. And they got pigs in a blanket. A Who agent. doesn't like that? I'm focusing over here. I'm a free oh, agent. Oh, you're a free agent, so no guys. drinking when you're a free agent. Ah, uh, stop it. You Again, gotta go. That's right. That's just right. follow the Univision girls. <laughs> just follow the Univision girls and go right to that Budweiser tent, all right? Got it, got it, got it. Take care, buddy. Good luck to you, and hopefully things, I'm sure, will work out well. Uh, but we're hoping to see you back here. I know a lot of the uh, the fans are here as well. And uh, But have fun doing TV this week, all right? Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. There you go. That's, uh, that's Luke Wilson from uh, the Seahawks. L. Wilson with two L's underscore 82 is uh, is the hashtag. We'll comment on his comments on the other side and come back. We're talking a little bit about Tom Brady, LeBron James. A lot of comments on that as well next. From the Carter Volkswagen Studios, this is Ian and Puck on your home for Super Bowl 51. Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. I mean, I, there was an offer extended. Um, I don't know if it was extremely serious. Let's just, mm-hmm. we'll just leave it at that. I don't, yeah. So it wasn't a, uh, I didn't really respond to it. Um, again, I, I was kind of an offer. I, I saw that I was a bit surprised, to be completely honest with you, when I, when I read that report. Or I saw that online. I was surprised that that kind of was let out there to the uh, media or the public because mm. it was not extremely official. Mm. Lisa, my- hey, it's Ian Furness for Aurora LASIK and Dr. J. Rudd. For about 15 years, I have had to use reading glasses for everything, reading text, looking at my phone, script writing, whatever it was. I had to use reading glasses, but no more. I had refractive lens exchange at Aurora LASIK with Dr. J. Rudd. It's life-changing. I wish I would have done this years ago. You can check it out as well. Go to auroralasic.com. That's auroralasic.com. Dr. J. Rudd and his staff are sensational. No more readers. Get your consultation scheduled today. That's auroralasic.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mind, but, you know, who knows? Luke Wilson on with us just a few minutes ago. He uh, responding to a report that uh, there was a contract offer extended about, when was it, a couple months ago? Well, the report was that it was during the season, so I, I, don't, I don't know when. Mm. Obviously during the season. and Although. Who, which one of us did the softy? Uh. Was that me? Yeah, that was the, you. Uh, hmm. So what did they offer him? Like a buck? Well, I'll tell you well, what. Clearly based on that, whatever they, did, it was they offered, didn't offer him. <laughs> whatever the – well, he said it wasn't an offer. It was something he didn't even want to respond to. It doesn't sound to. like someone that is willing to say, okay, I'm coming back. Well, it's the old hometown discount, which everybody hopes for. I, he, I, I thought it was an interesting way to put the old hometown discount. What did he call it? Sliding scale. Sliding scale. Sliding scale. Some yeah. have you said, know, and I don't know if their numbers are similar, some have said that uh, his former teammate, Mm-hmm. Would be kind of a uh, a base for maybe what he would think about getting. Vance McDonald okay. down in uh, three years, nineteen million dollar deal, seven million dollar signing bonus, nine million guaranteed. Uh, I would think that there's no way in hell it would be anything. It would not be that close. No, there's there's just no way. I mean, what's no. Vance McDonald done? 
he's obviously he's had more success than than uh, than Luke Wilson. But you know, also based on the fact that you know, there's just an offense that doesn't cater towards skill position plays all that much. Maybe especially a tight end who's the second tight end. But you know, that last year Vance McDonald, twenty four catch, three hundred ninety one yards. I'm just I don't know if that was an injury plague season for him. Yeah, he was hurt. He was yeah. on the, he they put him on IR at the end of the year. So yeah, he only played in eleven games. You know what, Ian? Maybe that is the market for him. I don't know. In 2015, he had 30 catches for 326 yards. Before, I mean, look at the deal this guy got. His rookie year, he had eight catches nine, uh, for 119 yards. He played in 15 games. Mm-hmm. 2014, he only played in eight games, and he had two catches for 30 yards. 2015, he played in 14 games, had the 326 yards, only three touchdowns. Uh, 2016 played in 11, and that guy just got a three-year, 19 million dollar deal with nine million guaranteed. Yeah, which is the so, one. So actually, maybe that's maybe the deal is maybe it w- is right around that. Well, that, that's uh, that neighborhood. There's a lot of people think that's wow. the barometer. Uh, mm. There's a lot of people think that's the barometer for for Luke Wilson. And I, the the thing that you it I won't just, be here then. No, I just don't think you can justify that in Seattle oh, when you're paying God, Jimmy no. Graham 10 million. There's no way if no. that's what he's going to get. Yeah. If that's the markup for him. Right around nine million dollars guaranteed. He had fifteen catches for a buck twenty nine this year and two touchdowns. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Luke Wilson. Minus no, he missed a bunch of games. As did as five, did, missed uh, five McDonald's. games this yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, so he played more than half the year. But other than that, he's been relatively um, healthy. Yeah. The only time he got hurt here at the knee, the Super Bowl year, right? The missed the game in fourteen. Year. Missed two in fifteen. Yeah. Uh, in terms of you know similar stat wise, I mean, his best year was his second year in the league when he caught twenty two for three sixty two. And three touchdowns. So he's done what Vance McDonald has done in the NFL. And if $9 million is the base for him, and that's what Vance McDonald got, I mean, they, let's say it's, it couldn't even come close to that. And nor should they spend anywhere close to that. I mean, I like Luke Wilson, but he's a backup tight end. It's not worth that amount of money. Just looking through here, what, what guys have, the other tight ends that are free agents this year. Martellus Bennett's a free agent. Jermaine Gresham is a free agent. Jared Cook is a free agent. Anthony Fasano is a free agent. Wow, some good tight ends. Mm-hmm. How long has Anthony Fasano been in the NFL? He's 32 years old. He, doesn't he feel like I, I remember like him in the years. 80s? <laughs> like I just feel that Anthony Fasano has been in the league for maybe 25 years. Like I'm pretty sure he played with Unitas. Did he not? I, I think he did. Did he play, catch passes from Namath. I'm just so let me go, let me go through the list of guys because it's interesting where, where Wilson would rank just in terms of yards last year. Martellus Bennett had 701 yards. Jack Doyle from Indianapolis, 584 and five touchdowns. Old Jack. Vernon Davis, God, still plugging away. Yeah. Uh, 583 yards and two touchdowns. Ryan Griffin, Jermaine Gresham. 391 and two touchdowns. I think for Jermaine Gresham for Arizona, I think all 391 came in the two games against Seattle. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it literally feels that way. Uh, Jared Cook, Green Bay, uh, had a better postseason than a regular season. Postseason, of course, he had the oh, big yeah. catch, and Dud. he only had uh, 391 yards, or 377 in the regular season. Uh, the kid in Atlanta, Toilo Olo, the uh, kid from uh, Stanford, Aaron Levine's brother, Levine. Dion Sims. Jacob Tammy, who spent the year, good chunk of the year on IR, your favorite, <clears throat> Santana's brother, uh, Michael Rivera. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to. And then Luke Wilson. Yeah, that he, based on yards, yeah. I mean, he's in the he's tenth, you know, in the NFL just based on yards and touchdown wise. He's not going to get. Back. He's not going to get nine million dollars. No, and guaranteed money from the Seahawks. Now, maybe he gets something 
from someplace else. I mean, you know, the one thing you had to keep in mind with McDonald, I mean, he was probably on his way to having a good year. I mean, 11 games and he had nearly 400 yards. Right. I don't, he plays, you know, has five more games. Maybe he's up around the 700 yard mark. So he was on his way of putting together a good season, but they have too many other, even though they have money to spend, they have other areas they need to spend it on. And, and Luke Wilson has been a nice player, real nice player, a good backup for him. But well, I, you're spending $10 million on Jimmy Graham. You, you can't, there's, you can't invest more money in a backup tight end. I guess, I guess the only thing with him is, is that, I, I, first of all, I, I'd be stunned. The, f- the feeling was that, that McDonald was overpaid by, by San Francisco. He's also a number one guy for them, and he's their guy. They kept him. Two, uh, with Wilson, you look at the rest of these guys in here, I just I don't imagine just looking. I mean, there's other guy, you know, Rivera's 26. Uh, he's younger. Deion Sims is 25. Tololo is 25. Uh, Griffin's 27. Hell, Jared Cook's only 29. I always thought, kind of felt like he was older. Jack Doyle is going to be probably the deep target along with Bennett, but Bennett's 30. But I mean, Jack Doyle's going to be—he's 26 years old. Had a huge year for them for uh, for 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 uh, for Indianapolis. You look through that list, you start going down the list, and and he's not going to—I'd be stunned if he thinks that if that would be the market for him. Now, the thing about him is his blocking has improved so much, and no matter how they sugarcoat it, no matter who we talk to that knows the sport better than we do. Jimmy Graham is still not a blocker. He's still not – when you want to have a blocking tight end, Jimmy Graham is still not – that's not a strength of his. Vanette did not appear to be the blocker that I think they portrayed him to be coming out of the draft, maybe more of a pass catcher. So then we have to kind of – you weigh it too. It's also a sliding scale for Seattle. Certainly not worth $6 million. But what's he worth to you in your scheme and what you do in terms of having two tight ends and wanting to have a guy block, especially with an inexperienced offensive line, I guess that'd be the question you'd have to ask yourself along the way. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the market is for him. I mean, McDonald's. Um, if you look at if you look at their similar stats in four years, in mm-hmm. fact, Wilson's better. Yep. McDonald sixty four catches, eight hundred and sixty six yards, seven touchdowns. Wilson seventy four for nine seventy six and seven touchdowns. Nineteen point seven million dollar deal he signed, seven million dollar signing bonus, and there's a also a another uh, added in there. Nine millions guaranteed. It's an interesting. It's an interesting tight end free agents class. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of guys in there, and probably I would. I, I mean, I, I think you make your argument. There's a lot of guys like Luke Wilson. I can't in even there. spend five million guaranteed on him. Mm-hmm. No. There's too many other. There's just Nick Vanette, and hopefully he gets healthy. But even Brandon Williams, I, I think you go with those guys. You find somebody else on the cheap that you can go with with it. I mean, I well, like Luke, but Luke Wilson's just been an extra blocker for you. Well, let's go back to to what he said. Maybe, maybe the most telling thing of all is if they truly threw out what what he didn't even consider to be a serious offer, oh. then that might just tell you all you need to know. Is what's where the starting at. point? Because for him and his agent, if that's the starting point, yeah, we're we're there's no way we're going to get close to what I think I'm I'm worth. And I'm not to say that if he doesn't go to a, a more pass happy offense. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't put up better numbers. Maybe oh, maybe he does. Yeah, absolutely. But you have absolutely. a guy in front of him that he's not gonna not gonna start in front of Jimmy Graham. Yeah. No. I, 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 absolutely. There could be a Golden Tate effect there. I, I well, would. Say, I think that's probably the best comparison right there. I, Hometown discount, sliding scale, however you want to point portray it, or go out and get an opportunity to have balls thrown your well, way. Well, that and be was a, a very eerily similar interview that we had when it came to that that we had with Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Luke Wilson said the same thing Golden Tate did. Hey, I'd, I'd lo- I want to come back. They always say they want to come back. Mm-hmm. But I also want to win. And I want to go to a place where it's not just about the money. It's not just about being the guy. It's also about winning. You know, he, he referenced, hey, I've won 
you know, 10 games or more every single year. Right. At the end of the day, Golden Tate went to the place that gave him the most amount of money. Yeah. Now, they they had a good year this year. But well, they've been in the playoffs a, two of the three years he's been there. So, I mean, they've – But they're they've, not a good team. No. Well, they're in that they, – they've been in the playoffs twice, right, since he's been there. He's yeah, been there three they, years. They're not – I mean, everyone gets in the playoffs. They're not going to be – I mean, my God, we start judging how successful the Houston well, Texans were in the playoffs. Well, but that's they're they're in the worst division in football. I think you can make an argument. I don't know with Golden, he went where there's a quarterback, yeah. and there was another great receiver who since paid. retired, and he got paid. I'm not saying he didn't go because he got paid, but I I know we all laughed and scoffed at him going to, to Detroit because they were god awful at the time. They've they've improved that football team markedly. With Luke Wilson, the first thing I thought of when he was talking just now was exactly where Golden Tate went. Because yeah. what did he say? He wants to be closer to home. What's on the border of Ontario? Detroit. I mean, it's do the math. I mean, if, if that's if that's what he wants, if that's Buffalo, I guess would come into play as well because you're up uh, close to the border, but uh, on, in the East Coast. But, yeah, but I had, I felt the exact same thing. I felt like we were talking to Golden Tate all over again. Fan favorite wants to stay here. Would love to be here. End of the day, it it really appears just if nothing else from what they sort of offered him. Mm. That is probably not in the cards for him to stay. He's probably going to move on, and he moves on with a Super Bowl ring and a, and a heck of a start to his career. And, and he deserves to get paid a long way. We'll come back. Uh, we'll wrap up the conversation we had with uh, Brady versus uh, LeBron, the two polarizing figures, like or dislike. What do you think of those guys? Some good texts that came in. We'll do that next. From the Carter Volkswagen Studios, this is Ian and Puck on your home for Super Bowl Fifty One, Seattle Sports Radio Nine Fifty KJR. Time talking about Brady versus LeBron, two polarizing figures, like or dislike it. Back to those texts in a second. Just real quick to wrap up the Luke Wilson conversation we have with the Seahawks tight end free agent to be working for TSN at the Super Bowl this week. Uh, 425, Wilson sounds resigned to leaving. The quotation marks offer sounds like it may have offended him. 360, we have Nick Vanette anyways. That's from a 360. Yeah, I don't know if it offended him necessarily, but maybe sent a clear signal that uh, not a priority for what's yet. Now, it's the first offer, if that was indeed the case, and Luke didn't even portray it as an offer, so who knows what they were trying to fire across the bow to a guy that maybe you could uh, tug at some emotional heartstrings there, but obviously it's it, there's a business, and there's that's, that's why you have an agent. That's why you have an agent say, hey, whoa. That's great. You like the locker room, buddy. But here's what you know. Here's what these guys are offering. And as you said, with Golden Tate, well, you have a money. finite amount of time to make in this profession as much money as you possibly can. And yeah. so it's it's great to always say, "Hey, I, I love it here." And, and I and I believe him. It's not like I don't believe that he mm-hmm. loves it in Seattle, or he loves the locker room, and he loves his teammates. But he has this window to make as much money as you possibly can, and that window for him is shrinking. He's 27 years old. Mm-hmm. Probably has. In, you know, four, you know, five years to really kind of make that earning power. This is his contract, and this is and this it's is done. His so, yeah, you know, I think that when you when you weigh those two, you generally then go, all right. If there's more money on a table someplace else, yeah, maybe we're not going to win. Mm, okay, maybe then at that point you start convincing yourself that you're one of the pieces to turn it around. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly what you do. Uh, we had a bunch of texts coming in about uh, Brady and LeBron. First of all, we should clarify, uh, people are saying millennials, 18 to 35, technically 1980. Is that right? That's that, what we said, uh, yeah. 1980 to 2000. 1980 to 2000. Perfect. All right. So, so that means, Adam, you're a millennial. Heck yeah. LeBron, a millennial. Yep. Us, uh, not so much. 
the James says, I don't like either one, but they're both the best players of their generation. Well, I think you could expand it even from past generations. I mean, we just we talked about it earlier. We, you, you may not like him. Tom Brady is – I think the older generation is going to have a hard time saying he's the best of all time because everyone likes to look back and say our guy, you know, from whenever yeah. was the best guy. And LeBron, Puck, you mentioned it earlier – He's not. I mean, Michael's Michael. Michael's a different, a different cat. There's nobody been like LeBron ever. Like he's not just the best of his generation. He's a top five guy of all time. I mean, he's just he he is what he is. I mean, he's six eight two seventy. I mean, nobody's top built five. Like that. I mean, I th- yeah, he's I bigger mean, than Carl Malone. Yeah, you may Think you may just that. get in a, in a top three. Yeah, you know of who the truly is the best of all time. I mean, it's. He he has a skill set that that I don't think a lot of players have ever had. I mean, he combines everything. He combines the scoring ability. He is uh, probably not as good as a shooter, maybe as as Jordan. But maybe there's a stat that would say that oh, he actually is. Uh, I would say he gets to the hole better than than Jordan does. He's more physical than Jordan, uh, defensively wise. I mean, Jordan was a great defender, but I mean, it's they yeah, defend he, different guys. He's in the best. He's in the conversation as the best player ever. I I think Brady is the best quarterback ever. Can't really say he's the best football player ever, but he's the best quarterback, I think. Most important position makes him uh, puts him up there. Keith says Brady is grading and corny like Russell. LeBron's antics are somewhat mm. entertaining, and he's not Cam Newtonish. God, is is Russell is Russell grading? I, I I know Russell's corny. If you want to use that term, I get that. Russell's. I don't think he's grading. I mean, yeah. is he corny? Yeah, I mean, of course he's corny. He's, That's what he is. Separation, preparation. It's my kind man. of his shtick, but. <laughs> I don't think Brady is corny. I don't. I don't know. I don't see Brady as being corny. Five oh nine. When Brady retires, if the Patriots keep winning, does that lessen the argument for the greatest ever? Will people say it's the when system? they keep winning? Yeah. Will people say wow. it's the system and not Brady? Well, uh, it's a big if. Because based on that, they've won with Matt Castle, and they've won at times with Garoppolo, and then they've won with. Even uh, with uh, Brissett when he came in, but he didn't do any much. But they won. But not a Super Bowl. That's a, there's a, yeah, there's that, a winning that, a game, and we just talked about Detroit. You can win games in the regular yeah. season. Winning Super Bowls win a is a different deal. No, I mean he's got to win a championship. I, I think that's that speaks probably to the greatness of Bill Belichick that he's able to devise game plans and and get guys ready to play no matter who's playing back there. But in those instances, you're talking about short periods of time those guys had to play. I think Castle actually had to play almost the whole season. But right. I mean. No, that's about winning championships. Will they win another championship without him? I mean, I can't say they won't, but they won't have that type of level of success when he's gone. We hate. I mean, we hate and we love winners. I mean, that's the problem. I mean, you you hate sometimes, especially. I mean, I don't know. Every time I see the and it's already been replayed a thousand times already this week. You see the pick at the goal line, you just kind of shake your head with what happened. But great teams find ways sometimes to make wins. You take advantage of the other team's bad mistakes or bad decisions along the way. You're watching the greatest quarterback of all time. I think you're watching the greatest coach of all time. You know, that's – Yeah. That's – now, if you want to have an issue with LeBron and you want to compare the two, Belichick, Brady have been on the same page since day one, right? I mean, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's been the marriage. Obviously, LeBron – has handpicked a coach, got rid of the other guy. Well, that's just like that. the league, though. I mean, those the league is just – they're a bunch of divas, more so than the NFL. Uh, the, was it? I mean, the money plays yeah. a part in it. I mean, the money is so – it's not like the money in the NFL is not obscene, but the money in the in NBA, in the league, is just so obscene in terms of how much money they make. I mean, everyone consistently – you think about this. Everyone consistently makes more money than the coach. That's not necessarily the case in, in the NFL. Well, and, where and, every player makes more money than Pete Carroll. 
There's, well, a few, there's a few guys, but not everyone. What does Carroll make? He's 10. Okay, I mean, so you, there you go. You draw how many line. guys make? How many guys on the Seahawks roster makes over ten million dollars? I want to say five or six. Okay, well, yeah. there, see, you go pick the scrub on the Cavs. Okay, Ty Lue, whatever he makes, he makes what a damn near a scrub makes on the team. Well, hell, he makes probably less than the. Uh, he's in Ohio, right? So he probably makes less than Thad Mata makes at uh, Tristan Thompson at, at Ohio State. seven points and nine rebounds. He's makes, earned and he, makes eighty-five million dollars. He's earned his money. LeBron's not his agent. He's learned. He's earned his money. Uh, if Brady did commercials was funny like Manning, people would like him a whole lot more. But Marshawn became a whole lot more likable around outside of these parts. Yeah. Where, you know, I mean, every day he becomes more likable. Commercials can portray a guy in a pretty nice light, you know, if done right. Well, the commercials have been good for Manning. I think going on SNL has been good for Manning. Uh, yeah, it might have been the best thing um, ever. Man, I don't know. I, I, I find Brady, oh, it's weird. I find Brady more likable than Manning. There's something weird. I don't. I don't know. There's a swarminess to Manning to me. There's a fake facade to Manning to me. Like you're you're and you're listen. You're always same, same thing about you're, Brady though. You're always getting yeah, but you're you're always getting their representative when they talk. Hmm. You're not really getting them. You don't really know them. I just feel like there's more of a more of a facade, more of a fakeness maybe to Manning. Well, and I. Chicken parm, it tastes so good. You know, he like Manning just kind of, just kind of the, the who's the character in Leave It to Beaver? Who is the name? Eddie Haskell. Eddie, there's a little Eddie Haskell in, in Peyton Man. You know, the the biting of the lip and oh, yo, yeah, you're right. Always first name to people. There's you know, how many times do you have to hear the story about him writing personal cards to people? If it's such a private matter, how can we hear about it so much? We hear about it all the time. There's a lot of. Here's with Manning. I think the best comparison to Manning for me, there's a lot of Phil Mickelson oh. in Peyton Manning. There's just a lot of Mickelson to me. Did you? I think the, I think the I think behind the scenes Peyton Manning is a little bit different than the the public persona that you see. God, I wanted. I've always wanted to just not like in one in any way, shape, or form. Phil Mickelson. You know when Mickelson and then at the damn U.S. Up, Open, he was. Because I, he lays it on. I know. I and bought Mickelson, into it. You know, I bought into it's it. It's when Mickelson walks up to the green. And it's the little his little his little tug of the cap that he does. Yeah. Oh, thank, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's Manning does that. Yeah. Just, just. Well, I, I think with Manning too, both SI and that whole thing at Tennessee soured me. And whether well, that see, and that's what's going to bring up puck that if, with him. The, the, the Monday morning quarterback and SI both did separate pieces last year on on Manning, his father, the fa- just. And a sexual assault allegations against him, and I'll be honest with you, even if even if there's a shred of truth to that, and I mean, and to say that all of its fiction is pretty hard to it's a it's a pretty big stretch for both publications to come up with that type of fiction. I've I think there's that dark side you just talked about that goes beyond anything yeah. people can imagine. You want a lot of people are gonna want to bury that because it's Peyton Manning. Uh, I think that part of it comes into play too. All right, uh, we'll come back. Uh, have the M's put themselves in a position to catch the momentum in this city? We'll talk about it next. Hey, it's Ian Furness for my good friend, Dr. Jay Rudd at Aurora LASIK and AuroraLASIK.com. No more readers. How about that? For about 15 years, I've used reading glasses, but no more. I had refractive lens exchange. I can tell you for a fact it's a life-changing and also something I wish I would have done years ago. You need to check it out as well. Go to AuroraLASIK.com. That's AuroraLASIK.com. Dr. Jay Rudd. He is absolutely sensational. Get your consultation scheduled. That's AuroraLASIK.com for your refractive lens exchange.